time Cause bacon powder Gotta get bay more data, yeah you are back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. That was a uh, Mook Boy featuring Kevin Cossum. Kevin uh, went to Edgewater. Did He's an Edgewater guy, man. An Good eagle. singer. And uh, he has done a lot of work in the industry. I mean, he's written songs for some of the best people in the industry, man. Worked with R. Kelly. A lot of guys. <laughs> a lot of top guys. I mean, that's just the top you let's, know, person I could think let's of. Let's hope he kept it to music. I know, right? <laughs> Not other collaborations. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Costa, man. Uh, uh, actually, I hoop with him as well, man. Oh, really? So he can hoop a little bit. Is he a uh, better player better than, than you? Me. Is he? Yeah, man. Yeah. Good. Good. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, if he comes to Orangewood, I'm going to pick him up over you. No <laughs> Once again, you're on the bench with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. Uh, we definitely need you guys to get on YouTube. We are 30 subscribers away from the big 1,000 mark. Um, with that, we'll be able to do a lot of things like easily going live on youtube um <laughs> just spent about an hour trying to do it <laughs> yeah you know the the, the harder way uh <laughs> the bootleg um, way exactly man but we're going to get there we are uh we're going to get there for sure you know uh pink yo we have a good show man today we always have a good show but <laughs> we have the one and only will lee the one and only will lee here founder today, man. of the ace league yes man you know how I know he's he's good with business, man, because he was here on time today. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just not easy to find here. Not, yeah, never underestimate a man who shows up on time. Never underestimate a guy who's on time, <laughs> man, for sure. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about the Ace League, uh, one of the pr premier leagues here. The, the Premier the League. The Premier League. I got uh, my shirt on today. That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you consider yourself one of the best hoopers, um, you know, you, you have to be in the H League. Uh, and, of course, I know you know about it, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some NBA, of course, some basketball, um, and, and get to a lot of those things. People have been telling us we need to get back to basketball. I know. I guess you got some feedback. I, I, yeah, I've been, I've been telling these crazy stories. The girls like the stories, but the guys like the NBA. It's just a balance. It you know? is. It's just a balance. So this one's for you guys. This one is for you. <laughs> this one is for you. I do have a small rant, though, while, while we're here on this topic. By all means. Yeah. On what topic exactly? Uh, uh, listen, I just, if, if I send a friend request yeah. to a girl on social media, yes, she has to be prepared for me to send a DM. What is the confusion about if I send you a friend request, you don't know me. It's not like we went to school together. You don't know me from a can of paint. You accept this friend request. Why are you accepting it? What do you think? I'm just going to like some pictures. And Is there is there like common friends or no? I mean, yeah, of course. There's going to be okay. some common friends. Yeah, I'm not friend requesting people in, you know, Boston, Massachusetts or anything. <laughs> you know, these are, you know, women in Orlando that look good. Half of them only look good because they have, you know, a thousand filters on the picture, you know, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? I look like my picture, okay? So I'm just saying, like, you need to be prepared. So to, wait, to, to, what, to, what to, happened? You, well, you, I'm you saying. sent a friend request. I, I sent a friend request, It was right? accepted. It was accepted. Then you sent the message. 
I send, yeah, I send follow-up DM, and I don't waste time. I mean, as soon as you accept, I'm sending the DM out. I don't, because I might forget a couple of days Do you have later. this, like, cut and pasted? Is it just ready no, to go? No, 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 man. No, no, no. I'm an OG. I, I tailor I tailor my first messages. I might see a post they put up, or okay. I might see, you know, they went to fam or something like that. I messaged a girl yesterday. She went to fam you, so, I, you know, I went to Cookman. So I say, you know. Hey, you know, blah, 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 something. Your school is trash, mine is not. Uh, something along those lines. But she was just so flabbergasted, taken back, that I actually sent the DM. What, it's what like, was, what was they the don't response? want you. I mean, it's it's like they, they, they don't want you to message them. Really? What'd yeah. she actually say? She just sent a very bland okay. <laughs> like, I don't even know it was pertaining to the message I sent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you she know. just didn't have time for your foolishness. <laughs> Exactly, man. Was this exactly. an isolated incident, or has this happened, cropped up before? It's happened before, man. Really, it has happened before. Shout out to Art Love on the on the on the uh, Facebook live. She's saying, "Yep." Um, and anybody that catches this after the video, she is a great tattoo artist. Anybody looking for a tattoo, definitely uh, hit, get in her DM. She's she will accept DMs pertaining tattoo, <laughs> tattoo, <laughs> but, but not personal matters. No, no, not personal matters. She's okay. all good on that end. She's good on that end. So yeah, if you're listening to this show and and, and you know, you're a woman. Please tell Bubba what he did wrong. Yeah, please. Tell me what I did wrong. Tell me what I need to do. Do I, do, I mean, do I not need to hop in DMs? I mean, is that not a thing now? <laughs> Maybe the game's passed you by. Exactly, man. You're wearing, you're wearing high socks and short shorts. <laughs> We've moved on. We have moved on, man. Oh, that's very let's, unfortunate. Let's, let's get a quick break in here, man. We're going to get Will on. For sure. And let's talk some, and, Yeah, man. Talk some real stuff here. Talk some basketball, what people are waiting on. <laughs> Phil's ass better be watching. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we'll be right back, man. Here goes Tom G from Tampa. From Tampa. Check it out. Yeah. Man, I'm just high off of life High off the haters on my way to the top You ain't on my elevator, homie We are not alike, I'm a hustler If you ain't 100 with me, nigga, fuck you Feeling like smoking The weed help a nigga see the evil lurks Put my city on the map, I got to be the first I paint my life on the track You can see the hurts, the joys, the happiness So nigga miss me with that cap and shit Talking like you really living it I got niggas that need canteen and visitors Nick probably mad I ain't wrote him I'ma send his hundred dollars, hope it's good enough the whole rest in peace, Lil B. Two folks stand up. Bitch, I'm the city, bitch. I do this shit for Tampa. Take it out of town, show them how we getting down. So I stay on the road. That pressure got me blowed. I be vibing with the hoes. I don't fuck with nothing. Throw, get a bike to the moat. Now she off in beast mode. I get up in the booth and talk about the real. All the bullshit I've been through all these years. The fail at like this rap shit, one of my biggest fears. But to reach the big screen, man, that feeling give me chills. Damn, I got tattooed tears of joy So I do it for my daughter and my two little boys They say the meek shall inherit the earth And I'ma inherit another fan Probably after this verse I let the beat take control of me Peek the roll of weed The nigga say how did it talk And what that pro to me The Steve cut got me looking new Swag got the flu when it's brand new a coupe Itty bitty plant city what it do I got family that way so I'm from there too I'm running with the animals Larry Park Zoo All my hoes rock Louboutins 
the Jimmy Choo's Yeah, in exchange they give me chews Like a horse, eat the grass, make a nigga bust fast The turtle starts slow, but the rabbit come and land So watch me be the nigga with the cars and the cash And always friendly with niggas, iPads Ain't all about the pressure, ain't all about the glass It's about family, and elevating out the hood Invest in something, and get up off the block for good Shit real in the streets, homie, listen The right charger had your ass missing Going from the jits, missing birthdays to Christmas Come home on parole, crack a steel, got you pissing All cause you wanna ride high and your ice to glisten But nigga, you can't raise your jits from a prison Real shit, man I just give up to him real, man You know what I say, you think I like to see my niggas catching 30 years? You think I like to see my niggas catching life out here, nigga? Niggas better wake up and smell a coffee, man. Find you another hustle, man. And <laughs> this shit just go on and on. Snitching, hating, on and on and on, nigga. That real. Fuck with me, You are back on the bench with Bub and Pink. Today we've got our guest, Will Lee, founder of the Ace League and quickly becoming something of an Orlando legend. How you doing, Will? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. <laughs> the Ace League starts in basically about a week from uh, week from tomorrow, correct? Yes, July 5th. It's showtime. <laughs> okay. Give us a little bit of background as far as the... Um, the league's going to be running Mondays and Tuesdays this season, yes. beginning July 5th. When are we going to be finishing? Um, we're going to be finishing August 2nd, um, and then obviously, um, as advertised, we'll be going down there to the uh, 25K tournament, so the Ace League champion on that uh, Tuesday. Well, then we'll be going down after that on Saturday. That very weekend. That very weekend. Gotcha. So you just take your whole team down there and play for the paper. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. And the games are going to be back downtown on Paramore? Yes, yes. So we back down 701 West Livingston. All right. Now, you uh, were selling season tickets to this. Yes. Are there season tickets still available or are they sold out? Well, the season tickets are still available. Now, VIP you're going to be running real thin for those that want to sit there courtside. Like, I only have a couple of those left. But, you know, as far as season tickets, you know, for people who want to save them a couple of dollars or whatever and see the best players, you know, in the state in one gym, I got a couple of those still. Is is there going to be like, is there a website for it or do people like come, just contact you? Yeah, yeah. They can just, uh, Con- you know, yeah. inbox me. I see you was talking about inboxing on the last <laughs> You can inbox me. You can inbox me. Okay, uh, save yeah, yeah. the inbox well. Yeah, as long as it's about some money. Yeah, it's about some money. Nothing illegal or inappropriate, yeah, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> So what is a season ticket running? Um, Season ticket is $50 for the entire season plus playoffs. Excellent. Yeah. And then if somebody just can't do a season ticket, not sure, but they're in town, such as my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, you know, if you're just gonna go out for a game, like what, what's the uh, admission there? Um, it's ten dollars per night, so you get four games of the top professionals in the state of Florida, NBA guys, you know, overseas FIBA guys, and you get to watch four of those games for ten dollars. You yes. can't beat that any place you go. No, you can't beat that with a stick. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's great. You know, and one thing I'll say, I mean, it, it's not just watching what's going on in the court. The the gym is a scene. It's a lot. I mean, it's a great vibe. And I'll go back to last summer. We were coming out of all this COVID nonsense. We're still in it. But, you know, you did what had to be done and got the league going. That's right. That night, game one, 
That was the best I felt since COVID started. Oh, man. It, it Wasn't was, it? Uh, it was. Yeah. I mean, I walked into the gym. I didn't know if we are going to have, you know, 10 people there because of limitations of this, that, or the other. And it was just full, and it just felt normal again. Yes. And seeing yeah. all the great faces of the people associated with this league, it, it was it was really, like, at that moment in time, so necessary. And I'm hyped up to obviously be a part of it again. But, I mean, it, it, for me, and I give a lot of – I mean, all the credit really to you. This has really built something special. And, you know, we did a money tournament this weekend and um, over in Tampa. And you see so many people that we've made connections with through the league. Yeah. And you see people from over that side and they're interested in it. Maybe some guys are going to want to play in it and so forth. It's just been a tremendous thing for the basketball community. I think it's brought everybody closer in a weird yeah. way. Even yeah. though you're competing, there's still like sort of a big family vibe yeah. to it. That's a part of the family. I mean, you compete in game nights and stuff with your family at home. Like that's a part of it. You know, everything that we're doing that's is for the culture, the basketball culture here in Florida. And as we continue to expand, you know, to reach our vision and goals, we're going to be doing this across the country. So, um, like I said, I, I appreciate everybody who's came out and supported thus far and that we, you know, you made this happen. You know, the, the people who continuously came out, supported, seeing what I'm going, seeing what I'm doing with this. You know, and like I said, we became the largest pro-am already in the state of Florida, just like that. Now, let's go back because I'm not going to lie. I went to one of the early coaches meetings that we had. Yes. And I remember you saying that, you know, we're going to get this thing and people are going to pay to come see it. And I internally, I laughed to myself because I'd been, I did the pro-am, which was free yeah. admission, uh-huh. you know, various leagues around town. And it, it's, you know, grown men playing basketball. These Some guys can really go and it's fun and whatever. But like, are people going to pay for this? And sure enough, you got it done. That's <laughs> but let's go back to that. Like, OK, where did this thing hatch for you? What what did what did you see? When did it? I know we started what spring of nineteen yep, of nineteen. Yeah, was the first season. Yep. But how much before that did did this idea start to percolate for you? And what went into pulling it off in that spring of nineteen? Well, in the spring of uh, two thousand nineteen, we we sat down. Uh, me, Joe, Wynn, uh, Ko Santos, um, Deshaun Beasley. We wanted to toss around some ideas. It was in February, tossing around some ideas about possibly doing a men's league. And I said, there's a million men's league going on here in Orlando. So if we're going to do something, we're going to have to do it right. And we're going to have to do it big because I don't know how to do anything halfway. Right. Either I'm all in or I'm out. Right. So, you know, we start poking around some ideas at the YMCA and uh, they asked me to come on and, you know, start putting stuff together because they knew I was, you know, well connected in the basketball community. So we start doing that. We start reaching out to a couple people. Our back, you know, are, are a lot of a lot of skeptics. Obviously, you were there for the first season. There yeah. was a lot of skeptics of, you know, where would we go with this? And, oh, this is going to be nothing but a men's league. But all in all, it, it just really stems from, you know, having a vision of what I wanted to get done, what I wanted to get accomplished. There's nothing like it, what we're doing here, because essentially we're creating a community of, of professional athletes can have some place to go during the summer where they can really train because I, I always say this. I know you've heard me say this pink, yeah. but there's nothing like competing up against another skilled player as skilled as you for sure. Or maybe even better. They sure. cone drills. There's nothing wrong with that. See, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing the trainers of the worlds and you know, they yeah. like, you know, it's that, a piece of the puzzle. It's a piece, it's of, the a puzzle. piece it, of the puzzle. It develops muscle memory. Yeah. It's great for muscle yeah. memory, but there's no, no cone I've ever seen. It's going to push back on you. Right. <laughs> you know, like you can For sit sure. there and shoot 5,000 uh, shots, you know, in a day. 
Now, that cone ain't really going to ever guard you. Right. There's something completely different when you got a 6'8 guy with long arms who's going to be up in your face and grilling. That's how you work on your skill. Right. And, and as a former uh, basketball player myself, is that that's what I knew made me better. Right. You know, working in the gym was cool, but there's nothing, there's nothing like having that crowd that's either rooting for you or against you. Right. Having that man in front of you who is going to be defending you because he's got his family and friends out there who, you know, he's taking pride in that. For sure. And see, that's the thing, the difference about Ace League. Ace League is not the um, entertainment league where you have different entertainment leagues throughout the country where they allow, you know, rappers and things of that nature to come into the league because of their name. Right. I, I do basketball only. And that's how it's always going to be. It's going to be basketball only. If you have the skill, you can play in the Ace League. If you don't have the skill, you can't. It's now, that simple. We're, we're going to talk about some of the, the names that you have in this upcoming um, uh, year, if you will, season, yeah. if you will. But what is some of the pushback that you, you get from some of the names that you do want in the league as far as uh, uh, are they saying that, no, I don't want to get injured, or are some of them too Hollywood? What is some of, of, of the pushback that you do get? Uh, from those guys. All right. So the, the pushback for the most part over the last year or so, since we in 2020, when we were able to push through the COVID thing, whatever, I haven't been getting much pushback because people see the competition. Okay. And most high level pros, they want to see your ability. How organized is it? Oh, gotcha. Is it in a safe environment for them to play? So on and so forth. And when they establish that and they see that Ace League is the creme de la creme when it comes to that, they say, all right, we're playing. Now, you will always get a couple Hollywood guys. Mm -hmm. And those Hollywood guys, by definition, are people who says, I've made it. I don't need to do anything because my check says X, Y, and Z. And I'm cool for that. Like, I, I really love people who have financially got themselves out of whatever position that they were in and put themselves and their families into where they're financially stable. I, I fully support that. Right. Ace League ain't probably for you because <laughs> in the Ace League, we compete. And if you just show up and you say, oh, well, look at me, look at my resume. Every guy in my league got a resume. So right. at the end of the day, you probably shouldn't be there because I'm going to talk bad about you. I have that microphone and I'm going to talk bad about you. You out there getting lit. doesn't make no difference if your check says 1.7 and his says 1,700. If you get lit by that guy with 1,700, 17. I'm going to tell you about it. About it. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about it because <laughs> I'm not respective of, I, I'm not a person who respects just your position in life. Like right. I treat everybody the same, right. whether you the top dog or you know, you just, right. everybody gets the same treatment for me. So one of the things that now, what, to me, the first sort of public thing was when you first did your first top 50 players yeah. in Orlando thing. And yeah, that, you got, know, that got a lot of, that got uh, a lot of yeah. people riled up. Did, did that match your expectation or exceeded in some way, as far as the amount of buzz that created amount of just, <laughs> It's indignation funny. maybe <laughs> it's funny it's funny um that top 50 list i've done that multiple times in multiple different states and okay so this wasn't my first rodeo and, and being a former player you understand the basketball psyche right being a former high level player you understand what with how to push those buttons yeah. okay like if i was somebody and that 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 list wouldn't have had resonated the way it did had i been a nobody meaning that had i not played and when people start who is Will Lee? Who is Will Lee? And then they start saying, oh, wait, oh, I heard cuz was cold. Like, okay. oh, so now it start getting some notoriety. Like, wait a second. It, it, it hits differently. It yeah. hits differently when it's somebody who would be considered a peer. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, where, for sure. Versus uh, a Skip Bayless or something of that right. nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just hits differently where you hear when Shaq and Charles Barkley say something about a player. You notice how they, 
that just hits them differently because they're like, you should know better or, right. or so on and so forth. So when I put the list out, it was more so of obviously getting fillers about what players were what, who was who. And unlike a lot of people here in Orlando, I tell you exactly what I think about your game. Right. right? I, I tell you exactly what I think about your game. And a lot of people, a lot of people are receptive to it because they're like, that's honesty. Yeah. They, there's like, finally, somebody who's honest and, you know, ain't talking behind my back. If he don't like what I do, he say it right then and there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it is. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have we have a created a culture where we can't be honest with each other. Right. right. Where we can't just really say not not demeaning. Now, there's a difference between demeaning and demonstrative versus just saying, look. This guy is better than you. Now, ain't saying that you can't get to where he's at. Right. But simply put, he does X, Y, and Z better than you. Do, right? do, you, do you plan on releasing another one? And if you do, you, do you have some changes? All right. So, yes. So, uh, this year what I did was a more tournament style where people can get a better gist of what, what's going on. So I did literally like the top 64 wings. and Yes, and, and that's hybrid. right. Yes. That's right. It was almost like an NCAA bracket. Yeah, so I did like oh. a bracket. Yeah, wings, so, guards. Yeah. And so he he almost did it like, a, like you know, whatever, Darius Washington Versus, against Shane Larkin. Oh, okay. yes. And okay. you kind of evaluate, or you know, people would kind of. Yep, so you break it down. And so when I did it in those terms, where people can actually get to see and they say, all right, like you said, an example of Darius Washington versus Joel Berry. I think that actually was the matchup. Okay. Well, it gets people discussing, like, at their peak powers. We're not talking about resume. At their peak powers, who's the better player? Right. Right. Oh, so and, you're not talking about currently. Yeah, I mean, like, when I did it, right now, where you're playing. Okay. And so, right now, you know, I just did all the top players in the state, right? I right. reached out. I know 90% of them. Like, there's obviously going to be a couple people here and there yeah. that, I, you know, I get overlooked. And then I'm going to find out because their homeboy or well, their team. Somebody's going to hear about it. Yeah, they going to let me know. They go, yeah. Will, oh, this kid will kill them. You know how many pros that I got when I made that list this year or I made that tournament this year? Um, start inboxing me some of their highlight tapes, some of, <laughs> <laughs> some of their resume. I had one of the top players. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna even say his name, right. but he felt some type of way about the matchup that I had him in, and so he sent me a picture of him dunking on the other guy. <laughs> 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 yeah. So this type of stuff happens, man. And I don't yeah. release all that stuff or whatever because people really, for whatever reason, they think that. You know, I'd be out here just telling it all. Like, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. don't. I that I tell the funny. I tell the commercial stuff or whatever. Yeah. You know, saying for likes and you know, I mean, just to bring up attention to the league. But like yeah. the personal stuff, like a lot of these players and stuff, reach out to me. You know, because I'm an OG, right? You know, what I mean, I've been around this game. You know, I'm in my 40s now. I got kids. Some I got kids. The uh, a lot of these guys' ages, yeah, right? For real. So it's one of those things where they reach out to me about different things in life, like yeah. you know. They may be having a family issue. I've, I've had to talk to some of these professional athletes about, you know, they were going through some, you know, marital issues and, and mm. family issues with sisters and, you know, and professionalism and how, you know, to get a job and what's going. So, like, it's, it's, it's bigger than basketball. Ace is bigger than that, basketball. That's what's really been uh, super rewarding to be a part of. Um, I 
haven't had probably nearly as many of those types of conversations as you have, but, but amongst the guys that, that have played for us and, and Juan and myself, you do, you build a pretty deep relationship with them and, uh, you know, it, it's rewarding. And, and if you could give them some advice on something, whether it's professional or, or off the court stuff, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's rewarding and satisfying to do for, for sure. And I do think like that, that being the core of what you're doing and what's going on, that's really what's made it um more of like a connected cultural vibe rather yes. than something that's just you know we're getting our 12 guys and we're you know taking on all comers and yeah, it's, it's yeah. become deeper than that yeah it really has course. and that that's really really excellent we try to, to be create it yeah try to create that family now, atmosphere how does a okay so looking at the structure of the ace league how does a guy a hooper in orlando that just really believes he can play in the ace league mm-hmm. how does he get in the ace league that's the first question the second question is, how does a say if a, 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 a you know a team or a, a guy who thinks he can put together a team, how does he get in the ace league? Is that possible? How does that work with the structure? Okay, um, to answer your first question, um, the ace league is open to anybody who is of the skill set, no matter what your economic background may be, what your resume may say. Um, uh, if you follow me on Facebook or uh, Instagram, you'll see that I travel to many different cities, many different states. Um, I'm talking to guys at the playground. I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter where. I'll pull up to any hood in America if there's some talent there. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's just one of the things is ACE stands for Aspirations Can Empower. So okay. what it means is, is that if you have that inspiration and you can see yourself doing something and moving outside of your current circumstances, you know, we're here for you. And so it's really one of those things. Anybody can get into ACE. You just have to have the skill for it. All right. Mm-hmm. Because this is the elite of the elite. And the second part of your question is as far as teams, every year I'm always updating my teams. Okay. So what happens is obviously you got guys like Pink and Juan who are very well connected in the basketball community. So they seem to always get the creme de la creme players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't really have to worry about them. But other teams, every year, you don't get your spot guaranteed. Okay. Every year, you're going to have to go out and do the, re- uh, the research, the recruiting, to find the right players. Like this year, I had like seven different additional teams that try to get into the ace, whether it was the Dobermans from uh, – Tampa, that's Nate Gill and yeah. them. Uh, we had the Starving Wolves team. That was uh, Brad. Brad and them. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had quite a few. Matter of fact, one of my teams, they used to always be in their key uh, with Tony Koo. Uh, he didn't get his uh, information in any time, didn't have his team together. Right. And that's my brother. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. That's my man's. But at the end of the day, it's about sitting here taking care of your business. Okay. You know what I mean? And so if you have the team, you have the players, what I do is I take a look at your roster. You will submit a roster. If you're a new team, you will submit a roster to me. I will research each and every last player. I was, I was just going to say, yes. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So what if you don't know a player? Yes. But you're, you're, you're going to do the research. Oh, I do the For research sure. on every tape, player. That's gonna, in, okay. Every player that's right now in my phone, I can sit there and show you video of every per, per, player that's in my league currently. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is, is that, I take the time. I'm my own boss. So being my own boss, I got a lot of time on my hands. So y'all know how that goes. <laughs> so when that happens is I get to really sit there and break down the film. I'll get to check on, you know, proballers.com. I'll get to check on their FIBA stats. I get to check and see what they were in college, you know, so on. For, yeah. If, what's their age, right? What have they been doing since? Because this is what these agencies do anyway, yeah. right? If you're a 25-year-old and, you know, they'll look at your stats and they'll look at your numbers and see what league you played in, but you ain't did nothing because you had kids, you know, for the last three years, 
Well, that get held against you. No matter yeah, how much sure. of a monster you was back in when you was 25, if you ain't get back on the scene by 28 and keep updating your resume, it's going to kind of hurt you. But no, I take into all that into account. I'll go over their rosters. If their rosters are not of snuff, I tell them. I just tell them bluntly. Y'all are going to get y'all ass kicked. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We, we do plenty of cussing here. Oh, okay. All right. It's not yeah. a family show. All motherfucker, right. motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, so no, no. I, I tell these guys directly. Uh, you know, and I tell them to their face. I told Brad and all of them to their face, like, that roster ain't going to be good enough. Y'all going to get y'all ass kicked. But and, but well, my know? point is, you, you still let them in? No, so, no, 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 no. There so, was, there was, uh, what? But, but what about, okay, and I don't mean to cut you off, but what about experience, uh, guys you, okay, you trust, like Pink and Warren? Pink and Say Warren. if they have a couple of guys you're like, ah, this, they're not going to cut it. But would you give, you give, you would give them the leeway to. Yes, but somebody like Pink and Warren, they have shown a proven track record of gotcha. knowing what they're doing because Pink and Warren are not necessarily going after the creme de la creme best player uh -huh. but they're going after the fit. best player that fits gotcha. their system and what they're trying to run um you know i've said this in the past and you know I, I was made to eat my words is that you know i looked at their roster from last year and said i don't know if this is enough to win it mm -hmm. I, I did if you want to just go from top to bottom as far as talent pedro posse didn't have the most talented team last year uh, i would say that select group uh roster probably was the most talented as far as resume currently what they're doing so on and so forth but how what? far did they make it and do you remember any of the names that were on that team on that the was, select group that was, that was the, the championship that, that was, was the finals, finals. Okay. they played them in the finals yeah, so, no, the final. so you got big willie reed who uh from the miami heat played for the los angeles clippers played for the detroit pistons um he still should be in the league obviously that was some personal stuff that ended mm -hmm. up happening with that um but yeah he's a monster monster Dad, kevin and alante yeah, kevin capers alante finner tj uh, tj bannister justin gray justin gray caddy lene i mean okay. you're yeah. talking about guys who with team. nba experience yeah. oh, right man. they had a loaded loaded team yeah yeah for yet sure. pedro posse had the right team the gotcha. right team with the right chemistry and was able to sit there and get, get guys to buy into a system because right. that's big, right? Yeah. Right? You think about it. Now you're telling a professional athlete who was taking his time during the summer to <laughs> play in this league, right? To yeah. sit there and say, hey, you may pay only 10 minutes this game. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's tough. You yeah. have to have yeah. the right cachet yeah. and the right type of player to do that. That's the reason why Greg Popovich was so you know, uh, with the Spurs. With the Spurs. That's why and he also was he's so getting a lot of credit for putting together this Olympic team. True. That we're getting ready to see. And yeah. a lot of guys like KD and, and some of these guys have committed and uh, is locked into play that, that you know, it, it's based on how the last two years of basketball have gone with COVID and all this other stuff. It's a pretty taxing commitment. Yes. And, and really the relationships he's fostered over the his years in the league are, have really given him a chance to put together a pretty solid roster. Yeah. For the Olympics, but not uh, very true though. It's you know it's getting the right type of guys together that'll buy in and play together, um, and you know. Uh, but you can't do it without talent. You got to have a threshold level of talent for sure. Yeah. Let's. You know. Did you have somewhere to go? Because I was gonna. No, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna ask. Okay, so uh, this upcoming uh, season, what are some? Who are some of the top guys? Like, can you name some of the guys for our viewers here? All right. So top uh -huh. guys. Um, that I'm just committed. Let me just give you one team. Um, okay. One team right off the top of my head. Um, that's the State Gorilla team. Um, okay. That team features uh, Leandro Barbosa. Wow. Okay. Mo Spates. Okay. Uh, Keith Clanton, Eric Griffin, 
Uh, Eric, 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 and Keith. Well, I know Eric is a local player, right? Eric Griffin. I think he yeah, went to Eric Oak Griffin. Ridge. But yes, he also uh, played for the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know he like, played, I mean, yeah. he's just a local star. Yeah, know. that's like four guys that's got NBA experience just on that roster. Barbosa right? wasn't in your league last year, right? No, he no, wasn't last year. Exactly. Mo was. I know Mo, Mo yeah, was. Yeah, Mo was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo, Mo hoops everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, so Barbosa's um, here this year. Okay. Um, and he's on the same team with them. And, I mean, they're just loaded. You got Yeah, that man, sounds like a loaded team. Yeah, that team is loaded. And if you want to look at uh, the select group team this year. They're coming back. Okay. Oh, geez. I mean, you got Willie Reed coming back. You got Caddy Lene coming back. Now, this year, they went and added three more NBA. They got Dante Hall from the Pistons. They added, wow. uh, what's the other kid name? Uh, it's slipping me right now. But they had added just piece after piece after piece. And, and, and almost every team's roster is loaded because they know what this is and what this becomes. This becomes a training ground. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, be, it, it, it becomes ground. like an arms race, really, yes. because you're, you know, as a person who's involved on the team building side, like, you know, you're constantly monitoring, okay, who are people adding? Who are they going to have? And then, you know, what pieces can we put together that that's going to gonna make us competitive in that situation? And then I think the overall success in, of the league is attracting more and more players you know that they want to get involved and they're looking for an avenue to get in on a team exactly. and you know like again and some of the concerns like you know well how safe is the environment how legitimate mm -hmm. is the competition they've sort of been proven true over the couple seasons that have uh, we've had the league and now that it makes it a real safe place for guys to go and, and get involved yeah i i, I want to ask about specific and this is just um, once again, you're on the bench with Bubba and Pink. We have Will Lee from the Ace League. Uh, make sure you guys check that out uh, this upcoming season. I want to ask about specific players. I don't know if you – because, uh, of course, a lot of the uh, people who are watching this show are local. Mm -hmm. And when they're watching this, they say, okay, this is a premier program league. What about the guys that I know that I've watched come up in this high school circuit? Uh, because high school sports in, in Central Florida is big, basketball and football, yeah. right? So they want to know about – the the um and and some of the names are escaping me, but if I say the team pick is gonna know. Like what is the guy that's with uh Portland that went to Edge Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. Anthony. Like yeah. is Anthony gonna be in this? In All right, this so so with guys so, like this, I have yes. so I have a lot of openings. Um NBA, current NBA players. There's an exemption for current NBA players. They can come and go as they please, meaning that they have such strenuous uh, off-season regimens and things of that nature, whether it's family commitments, training, you know, with their team, so on and so forth, uh, tra individual trainers and stuff. So like you said, Anthony, we've already been in con uh, contact with him. Mm -hmm. um, he'll be in Phoenix the next uh, couple of days getting training and everything else. And I have a guy out there, um, one of my old college buddies, uh, Thomas Jackson, who's um, actually affiliated with the Suns. And he does, you know, he's one of their coaches, you know, and conditioning coaches out there. So I, you know, have him, you know, connect with him or whatever. He gets back in time. He wants to suit up for a couple of games. We would love to have him. I mean, obviously, I'm going to advertise the mess out of it. Then, you then are, you, are you going to throw him on a team, or is it no, no. a specific it's, team to have a relationship it, with it's, him? Maybe? There's already like Pedro Posse has an established relationship okay. with them. You know, Juan knows them and everything else. Um, also, he's also he knows very well Darius Washington. They mm -hmm. both Edgewater connection. Right. So it may be end up being a situation where you know, global not local end up grabbing them because but, that's where D Wash is at. Yes, because okay. that's where D-Wash is at. So um, what ended up happening is that's 
always going to be on the current NBA players' choice. Gotcha. I know there are a couple other current NBA players who reached out to me that said that, you know, they talked about possibly showing up for a game or two. Uh, that's it. That's all you really can ask for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Given their schedule and everything else that they got going on. But yeah, you know, we definitely reach out to a lot of the talent who's coming out of here. We reach out to Joe Barry. Okay. Uh, we, you know, we reach out to quite a few guys. You know. Okay. What uh, is that guard that you love so much? Is he still in the league? Um, and he went to I want to say Dr. Phillips, the short guard. You say he's still Shane tough. Larkin. Not Shane. A little go back. Chris Warren. Chris Warren. Yeah. He's been in the league since the start. Yeah, he's going to start. He's, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, he's yeah. tough, and he's uh, still tough. I mean, uh, I know he's yeah. getting up there. Yeah. yeah. What, what is he wearing about 32 now? Probably. He's probably he he well, 32. He's, what, he graduated still... before you, right? Yeah, Chris is a year before me. So, yeah, he would be 32. Yeah, that, all right. That so, should make him 32. Look, Chris Warren is still a problem. Okay. Like, like he's yeah. a problem, problem. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he, he got back to it. Word got back to him about some of the stuff I said um, I did on my podcast where <laughs> I did a start bitch cut segment and I had big yeah. Kevin Capers and, uh you know, Kendrick uh, Perry over him. Yeah. I was just like, hey, these guys are younger. They're 27. They're at the peak of their powers, <laughs> right? So, you know, the word got back to him. And, you know, I've had conversations with C. Warren off to the side. And C. Okay. Warren is just, he's got one of those mentality. You know, he's from Tangela Park. He yeah. got, he's, got that, he's got that mentality of, they ain't got that dog in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, yeah. is, this is a conversation we had. He just, just how he said it, too. He was like. That's Will true. they just ain't got that dog in them? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, man, all right, we'll see, we'll see, because I, like, C. Warren has been in the league, and I always appreciate him coming out, you know, and just supporting it from the jump. You know, he yeah. didn't have to. He didn't know me from a can of paint when I first came out here. So yeah. you know, he always came and supported whatever. Um, he ain't did much winning. <laughs> and and I, I remind him of that all the time. It's like, you ain't did much winning. I mean, you shine and you eat good, but you ain't did much winning. Nah, it's yeah. true. Exactly, it's true. exactly. It's very true. I, I, I say let's get a quick break in, and then we're going to, um, you know, come back with some uh, NBA talk, maybe even brush back up on that Olympic. We got Rod in here talking about the Olympics team, say they will win, but not the best team that we can send out there. And, and, and you know, we definitely uh, agree with that. Um, and also, Marquis says he needs a, a Ace League shirt. What can what can we get an Ace League yeah, shirt? Yeah, so we will have them on sale. We'll have the gold edition like Pink's wearing, right? Yep. Um, and then if you want the platinum editions, we'll have those um, as well at the game. So you uh, that's already set. So the game be out there as soon as you pull up, $20 a tee. Is uh, right. they're just T-shirts or do you have other merch available um, too? Yeah, I mean, we got masks. If you want to still do the mask thing, like oh, that, if no. you still Pink own is, that. Pink is against that. <laughs> no, no, I know Pink, Pink been against that since the jump. But, but, you know, we have those as well um, if that's something that you're interested in. And we'll have shorts and stuff, you know, I – this year, I, I got a lot of people that said that they wanted a pair of the shorts or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Like, you want to support and advertise the Ace League uh, logo and shorts and things of that nature. That's cool. Just don't think, though, you're an Ace League player just because you got the shorts on. I just, that's, that's something different. There's different levels to this. My biggest gripe is when those guys that are 6'3 and above, they come to these local gyms with, like, small college apparel on. To make it appear that they went there, and, and that's the first guy you want to pick, yeah, and then they yeah, get on man. here and can't even make a left hand layup. All oh, that pisses me <laughs> off, man. That's they tough. come in with Stetson or fuck, you know, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> it's tough. You know what I'm saying? So, so don't go, don't, don't be wearing the age league shorts, man. If you can't really hoop, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's that. We're gonna make that a moniker here. I, I've been known to wear a pair myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're on the bench with Bub and Pink. Make sure you go on YouTube and subscribe. We're 30 away. All right, that'll help us out a lot. Uh, we'll be right back. You're on the bench with Bubba and Pink. This is a lot of keyword right now. Noisy boy entertainment. Uh oh. 
I think we got a problem with I'm so horny, I want you just as much as you want me She said she tired of masturbating, this shit get complicated And I think that you shut now, baby girl, I'm on my way Girl, I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way, girl, I'm on my way On the shot and go bang, bang, bang. Uh huh, some big brain all on the clip, like gang, gang, gang. That's right, got a real deal right here, baby girl. Fuck that bullet. Yeah. Got a cop girl in this fully loaded, wanna shoot, just pull it. Ooh, baby girl, gon' shoot that. Don't pull up if you ain't gon' shoot that. Another round if you really wanna go. If you bought that light, just prove that, baby. I'm gon' go if you don't go. You got knees and I got knees. I'm gon' bust when you gon' bust. This is life, say la vie. You got everything I want. Every show she take. I can get my ice cream with her, yeah, and I can get my cake. It's like, ooh, it's going down tonight. It's like, ooh, she know I let it pipe. So she said, ooh, na na I'm so horny, I want you just as much as you want me. She said she tired of masturbating, this shit get complicated. And I think that you shut now, baby girl, I'm on my way. Girl, I'm on my way. Girl, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Girl, I'm on my way. Girl, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Girl, I'm on my way. Shut now, baby girl, I'm on my way And put some more stop, giving it all until you ready to yeah. And just stop, I'm dropping deep, and baby girl, I ain't to have his You are back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Once again, we got Will Lee from the Ace League. Uh, once again, that league is starting July 5th on Monday. Uh, what nights uh, will it be? Is, is it daily? Is there a schedule that's going to uh, come yeah. out and be yeah, out? Yeah, so we got the schedules. Um, it starts July 5th. It's going to be Monday and Tuesday every week of the month of July. Um, we're going to be starting at 6 p.m. and typically ending at 10. So you get four games a night. Uh both on Monday and Tuesday. And okay. where and where at again? Um, 701 West Livingston at the A School. So, okay. Yep. All right, all right. Well, uh, of course, we're in the midst of the NBA playoffs, man. And, um, I mean, there's just – there's some guys that are in their contract years <laughs> that are about to get paid. 
and there's some guys that are about to get traded. Uh, so, you uh, know, <laughs> stocks are rising and stocks are falling. We're in an age now where everybody's getting on this stock game. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. So let's let's go with that, man. We got some guys' stocks going up. We got some guys' stocks going down. Plummeting, man. Plummeting as we speak. You got to sell, sell. Get out, get out, get out. Don't hold. <laughs> All right? So let's, let's, let's start uh, with the bad news because, you know, we're, we're bad news bears over here. Well, just off the top of your head, man, what are some of the guys – throughout this playoff run we got some guys that didn't even make the playoffs all right so you know that's tough but during this playoff run what are some of the guys who stock has, has just plummeting right before our eyes I, i'm gonna give you credit you went on the ben simmons rant before he really collapsed and imploded and uh i, I think his stock is is down he's still talented but i think that that at this point with philadelphia never really making a run and the way the way he played down the stretch, I think he's a guy that you, you really got to question: Can he be in a championship caliber scenario, or is his his inability or unwillingness to shoot such a detriment that it, that it, you really can't build a title team around it? Or with him being a central piece, not even being the best star, but I think his stock's down for sure. Yeah. What What, what do you think, Will? Well, uh, if we're going to be talking about Ben Simmons, uh. Uh-huh. I went to a Philadelphia 76 game when they played the Orlando Magic three years ago. I sat courtside, and um, so I got to actually hear the players talk and everything else. I had said then, and I think I still got the post on Facebook so people don't think this is 2020 hindsight or whatever. Yeah. Um, I put the post then. I said, those two guys don't like each other. Like the body language. You're talking to him and Joel. Him and Joel and B are not friends. You, I'm telling you what I know. Just being a hooper, being in those locker rooms, I just know how it is. Anybody who's hooped at any level knows you always get some personalities that just don't mesh. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. And those personalities just don't mesh. And I, what I've seen out of Ben Simmons is that it's a disconnect. It's a disconnect because you know what your limitations are. You know that you don't want to be in a situation where you keep hearing the noise, the same things over and over again. Ben Simmons can't shoot, but that doesn't mean Ben Simmons. I think the young man is a Hall of Fame talent, and here's why. He's 24 years old. People are writing him off as if he's, you know, at the end of his career. He's a baby. He's 24 years old. He's already a top five defender in the league, right? You can stay in the league being a defender. Right. If that's what your job is, you defend, you can facilitate. He can pass the ball, rebound and defend. Those things are are Hall of Fame worthy. We just watched Ben Wallace do it. Yeah, we just watch Ben Wallace couldn't shoot neither. Now, I, I, you know? so, I've been a Ben Simmons fan and supporter. I do think, though, that, that I'm troubled by the lack of growth over his time in the league in the shooting category, even to be serviceable. And there's a lot of guys that shot the ball not particularly well, but they developed it over the length of their career. Jason Kidd was another guy that influenced games with more than just shooting and scoring. But he became a more proficient shooter over the course of his career. With Ben, we're not seeing any sort of progression in that area of the game. That's disturbing. And I think definitely the way this season ended – he was in his head by the end. Okay, so to be fair, to be fair, Pink, you used yeah. the Jason uh, Kidd analogy. Sure. Jason Kidd didn't develop his shot towards the tail end of his career. Like, Jason Kidd in his mid-20s still wasn't a proficient shooter. Hell, if that's the case, LeBron James wasn't uh, a proficient, and that's my favorite player. No, I know. <laughs> that's my favorite player. But at the end of the day, like, LeBron would shoot, and you'd be like, 
don't shoot. Oh, if he went in, no, all right, no, all right, no, dude. Cool. I, I, cool. He drives yeah. me crazy as a shooter. Yeah. I, I, he, he doesn't believe in himself half the time shooting. Talking LeBron. about LeBron? Yeah. You know what? Over the course of the previous years, I mean, he's gotten better. He's gotten more confident. Yes, he's gotten more but, confident. But, but, yeah, I mean, thank God you didn't catch me like the night of or the night after. I would have screamed you out of this studio. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the, listen, so Philadelphia, I think it's, 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 it's no way he could stay in Philadelphia. But, and, and there's a couple of reasons. I, I, I'm not in the camp that Ben Simmons can't shoot. I'm not in that camp. I'm, I'm in the camp that Ben Simmons can shoot okay. I, I, I think if Ben Simmons was a regular guy and not a <laughs> – I won't say what – okay. But if he was a regular human being, okay, and he, had regular, he was a regular upstairs, I think he could shoot about 32% from three and be a, a below – a uh, 50% shooter from mid-range. That's a bad shooter, but, uh, uh, you know, below average, okay? The problem with Ben Simmons is that, like Pink says, it's not that he hasn't gotten better each season. His his He has he, he just won't shoot the ball. But every year during the summer, instead of going to an ace league, what he does is he goes and, and shoots these fucking – our montages of him shooting the basketball every single summer. It's like every shot is going in, and he's playing against these little short five-five, you know, white guys. And it, and, and it's I, like I, for the record, I've not played against Ben Simmons. <laughs> he's doing turnaround <laughs> jumpers. He's shooting threes. He's going out there with LeBron, and they're doing these five-on-five runs in L.A. every summer. And it's like, okay, this is the year. This is the year. He's going to shoot. He's going to shoot. And I think he can shoot the ball. Is that he won't? Shoot the ball is the reason why he has to get the fuck out of here. And he's a max <laughs> contract player. Now, if he's like one of those guys where he's just a – and it's not his fault that they gave him a bag. Yeah, you're right. It's not It's not his fault that Elton Brand, the worst fucking GM in the history of fucking human planets, uh, uh, Wait, alien planets – I'm, uh, I have family ties. I'm going to say this is all real person. It is. It shout is. out, shout it's out to Auntie Tammy, man. But uh, 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 it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not his fault. But yes, if he was a, a fucking, you know, whatever, I don't want to call out a number, but $5 million a year, $10 million a year type of guy, where he was just literally a role player and we, and we just needed him to rebound, we give him 20 minutes a game, that's fine. But he's our point guard, man. You know how hard he makes it for Embiid. That's my thing, man. Like you said, that's why Embiid doesn't like him. He's at the top of the key. His man is has his t- back turned to him and fronting Embiid. Embiid is constantly doing doubles and triples. I mean, I don't disagree with you, Bubba. Like, like nobody's disagreeing that Ben can improve his game. And Ben it has a lot of Orlando ties. Yeah, you yeah. know, obviously. My so, turn. like, if he ever hears this and he wants to come to the Ace League, by all means, that door is open for him. But what I will say I'll is that kicked out. we're we're know. giving we're giving Ben Simmons uh, heaping so much expectations on this young man, and I only believe that's because he came with the the title of the next LeBron, yeah. right? He came with that title of the next LeBron, which which we've seen how many players faltered under that Jordan mantra, right? The Harold Miners of the world, the Jerry yeah. Stackhouses, so on and so forth. Even though Jerry Stackhouse had a stellar career, he didn't live up to what no, that didn't expectation. Meet up to that expectation. Exactly. Well, Ben Simmons is in that category. We said that he's the next LeBron. He's not that, okay? At least not yet. So at the end of the day, he's 24, though. He's 24. Like we we're writing this young man off like but he doesn't you, have if, a chance. But if you're if you're 
a GM or a team president of a team in the league. Yes. And, you know, based on what's gone down, Ben, Philly is listening to offers for Ben. Yes. Like, you know, do, do you think that you can build a championship team with Ben? Absolutely. You do? Absolutely. You you can't teach 6'10", right? Because the, every coach, you know, I played for the Hall of Fame coach, Mike Ingram, out of the LCC. And that's one of the things he used to preach all the time. He's coming down, actually, for a couple of H League games okay. this year, too. Um, one thing he used to always teach, he said two things, actually. He said, you can't teach heart and you can't teach height. And Ben Simmons. He only got one of those. But see, <laughs> but we don't know that. because I know that. Because he here, zero here's the heart. reason why I say that, because heart takes defense. Like defense, to play defense no. at the level he played, defense elite takes, defense, defense, that takes, takes heart to do. It, it takes intensity and fucking and the effort. War, and effort, and not effort. heart. But see, that, heart's, the, to heart's a function like, of effort. Yeah, a heart's a function <sighs> of effort. Because if it you're is. saying that I'm going, to take a, I'm going to take the best man and I'm going to guard him, that means you have heart. Right. That means it says I'm looking at him and I got him. That's their primary score. That's the person who I got to cut the head off the snake. I'm going to take him. Ben Simmons has heart. What happens is, is that we keep putting that expectation, put him in a situation which is going to be beneficial to go to his strengths, which is passing, rebounding, defending. Like um, a couple people have brought up, you know, I'm not even going to say the Lakers because I don't think he quite fits there. But the Golden State Warriors would be a perfect if fit. If he replaced Draymond, something hey, yeah. like that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even necessarily need to uh, replace Draymond. I would get rid of Wiggins. I would get rid of Wiggins. I would get rid of Wiggins anyway. Why would you think we would want Wiggins? I mean, I, I, I would take a ham sandwich for Ben Simmons. Don't get me wrong. But I need some cheese on that. All right, so He's just a ham sandwich. Wiggins, Wiggins as much as people give him a, a hard time, Y'all do realize that Wiggins averaged just as many points as Paul George for his career. But he's another 10 man. He doesn't have a heart. Jimmy Butler told you that. He explained it. He showed you that. He's another 10 man. We can't trade one 10 man for another 10 man. A 10 man that can shoot, though. He See, can barely shoot. Wiggins but, can't shoot. He's not like he's But he will 20. shoot. He will shoot. I'm about to say, he, he scored 20 a night for his no, career. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I, he, he, he scored 20 a night for his career. I, I, I'm In not talking NBA. about his talent. I don't like, want to talk about his talent. He, he, I'm just saying he's a 10 man. There, there is something that does not. Add he up does with Wiggins. He, I mean, he has he has high level NBA athleticism, but low motor. He can shoot. He can get his own shot, and just something doesn't add up. But see, what what are we asking for? Because everybody can't be Kobe, right? Like we're not I asking that we, for that. I mean, we're not. But you, like you're, you're come on, man. You got to come with. It's kind of like he like averages twenty five and five. Like what but, are we but talking you, about? But you were talking like like what Chris said to you. Yes. You know, he, he doesn't have that dog in it. Like, like no, not at the everybody's end of the going day, to do that. I, not everyone's going to. But but if you are going to build championship teams, if that's your objective, you're looking for the guys that even among the stars have that extra measure. And that's how you get titles. You don't get it by taking the guy that's, you know, sixth in the heart ranking behind five other dogs. Okay. That And that's, that's why I'm asking. If you feel that you could, you know, do that. Now, I think technically there's probably a scenario where Ben can be that, but I honestly feel like he's probably better suited with his skill set to be the third best player on a team. All right. So, quick question. Because I, we're going under the premise that every player cares about titles, right? Those of us who've been around the NBA circles and things of that nature and the players like I have, I'm pretty sure you have as well, um, knows that the first thing is to secure that bag. That that NBA title fallacy, that's for the media to put out onto well, these players. But the premise of what we're talking about yeah, is, okay. is how, how the playoffs have impacted the relative stock of these guys. All right, all right. And in that context, it really is, you know, 
how you're performing. And then what about and the I guys get, who have secured the bag already? Ben and Wiggins have ben secured. Te- they both they, they both robbed the, bag. the leap. Ben Simmons <laughs> robbed us with no mask on. And I don't know if I, I, I don't really? know maybe Elton Brand I don't know if he screwed his sister I don't know what happened <laughs> with that process but you give a guy a max contract who has displayed no level any level of fucking getting better how can you I don't but, but he, and Tobias Harris at the same no, one on Monday he gave Ben Simmons a max <laughs> on Tuesday he gives Tobias a max and sends Jimmy out the door that's the two worst days of human civilization <laughs> how I mean god damn I mean I don't know but it's not his fault he got the bag but once he got the bag he got worse you understand but see that's that's where it depends on what your perception is and obviously your perception of it as a Philly fan is that you wanted him to say max player equals max results. I get that. Sums. Right? I, I get that. But you do realize since he received that max contract, Ben Simmons has been a two-time All-Star, two-time first defense. He didn't deserve All-Star like, this year. Well, I, I'm just I just go by what actually happened. And That's so true. what so I'll what give you that. so no, what I'll actually sure. happened was since he received that contract, he has paid some dividends on that. Now he may not got you over the hump the way you wanted to, but Let's be real. I was just in Philly, what, two weeks ago. And I'm, um, you know, talking to some of the players. You know, my man Caddy, shout out to Caddy, you know what I okay. mean? Um, yo, like, I get it. I get it. It's got that grit, that grind, that you want that heart in that city. Right. I get it. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ben sees more Hollywood. He sees more like he doesn't have that necessarily desire. He doesn't fit the Philly mantra. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. So so I understand why they're their fan base is harder on him because he doesn't fit. It's like being from Detroit. You knew that the bad boy Pistons were one way. We loved it. But a lot of people forget those years in between the bad boy Pistons. Them early 90s years where the Pistons suffered. Right. Oh, when the bad boys yeah, unraveled. The late 90s, I'm sorry. Before you got yes, the, before you the got Rip the, Hamilton. The Rip Hamilton. And, oh, got you. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'm talking about terrible. Yeah, like, the, yeah. that was, those teams were terrible. Well, and, but but that's that thing with the team building. It's like, it, it's it's not an exact science. You get certain groups of guys together, and it thrives, and they're the right pieces, and they mesh. And then, you know, inevitably, you, they, they get old, they get traded away, they retire, whatever. You don't have it anymore. And you got you to regenerate you gotta it. You know, yeah. I, my thing, I, I like Ben. I, I do think that, that his performance, particularly in the Atlanta series, was, was you could not defend it. It was bad. And you got to say that that just was not an acceptable level of play for him. For for what what is that's what I'm saying. What is the bar? Like my expectation. Will he's of passing him, up wide open dunks. Will what no, are we doing? No, no, I, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is is that when you've gotten into a certain mentality that look, my job on this team is to sit there and facilitate my job. Like he's not looking to score because he's looking to facilitate. And now that you, now that people are putting that expectations on him of, look, we want you to give us about 15 points per. We want you to sit there, you know I, what I mean, I knock down open shot. I don't know if shot. people are putting the expectations. I think the game is putting the expectation on him because defenses are able to defend him in a essentially no, a disrespectful way. No, way. I got you. And I that's got you. the thing. And and when you look at a lot of guys, and, and I've been very critical of James Harden. I just have not been a huge fan. But he is a guy that, like, literally has has risen and found a counter to every challenge that people have to defend him. And he's like almost evolved to the to a 
almost perfect offensive basketball in a crazy way. And it's like, you know, if there's a weakness that he has, he's gotten in the lab and, and gotten better at it. And so now, you know, if you're going to, you know, play up on him, he's going to drag the arms and create the foul. If you're yeah, going to show a body, he's going to go left or right and drive and get to the rim. If, you know, if you're going to dance with him, he'll you hit you with a step back. There, he yeah, almost I, gives I you this thing. That. But that's in his toolbox. That's a naturally gifted even though he hadn't fully matured it into that, it was already in the toolbox. But what, and I understand that, but I just think as a player, like, and I'm not a high-level player, but just mm-hmm. I, I follow sports intently. Yeah. When you feel that that you know, the game can just just essentially just disrespect you in some area, you're you have a liability. Like it's obvious. Yeah, you no got question. to address it. You know, we talk about nasally. You know, we're you're gonna tell people you do this well, you do that well. You know, you not you. This guy's better at that. He has a very obvious problem that he needs to get an answer to. Well, see, that's I disagree with that because it's is. Can let me. I'm gonna give you an example. Dennis Rodman. We, Dennis Rodman could never shoot throughout the entirety of his career, right? Dennis Rodman was known for grabbing rebound and defending. We all knew he couldn't shoot free throws, couldn't shoot threes, no mid range shot. He perfected what he was good at. And it's why are we not allowing that same altitude for Ben Simmons? Because he knows what he's good at. Because Ben is a higher usage ball handler. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he should have been off of the ball now. Well, maybe that's the thing, but he's literally, his entire, you know, high school, one-year college, it's been the ball's in his hands a lot. He functions essentially as a point guard, and and that makes it very difficult to do. You will be underutilizing him in that role. I think he can do that role. But I don't even. I don't think he has the heart for that. He's not going to rebound. He's not going to well, be a high level rebound guy for you. It would be. Anyhow. I mean, it was not going to be in the trenches like. Well, that. it would be a tremendous like game change. Like yeah. if, if he actually said, "Hey, I've reached this point in my career for whatever reason, mentally, physically, I can't shoot the ball any better than I can, and I'm not willing and to I'm shoot not it better. In, yeah. I'm going to just refashion my game. You know, doing these other things. If he did that, more power to him. Yeah, you know, but I, I, I see, that's I, what I'm saying. At 24. Let's give him the altitude to do those type of things, right? Let's just say, look, he realized by this time he's made it all the way to the professional level, got a max contract and everything else at before the age of 24, right? He knew, GMs knew he couldn't shoot. Like, everybody knew, right? LSU, you know, Mount Verde, all those different places knew right. he couldn't shoot. Yet they still see his talent outweigh his inability to shoot now if he could shoot and add a jump shot to his game great but if he can't let's give him an opportunity to refine his game to say i'm gonna be the best passing power forward in the league right i'm gonna be the best defender who i can guard one through five like there's not many guys but but that 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 kind of goes back to the point you were making earlier with him and mb maybe not getting along maybe the answer to this is that he does need a new setting oh he definitely and and, and to play you know not with mb and play in a situation where you can construct a team where you, know, you you play more effectively to his strengths. Now, I mean, here's the reality, though, too. He is so talented and, and really you know commands the ball that it would be a disservice it to just put disservice. him in a Rod- Rodman role. That, I, I have to and, agree with I that. I mean, you would, yeah. you, know, you, you would not get the ma- most value from his passing ability and ball handling ability. And I think it would be very, you know, very strange decision to do that. Yeah, I think you've got to entertain though. How can we construct? How, how a can team we? Yeah, around it, it, that. just it, you have to put him in a Giannis situation. Uh, he's just not as aggressive as Giannis, but you have to put him in that situation to surround him with four shooters and let him run the ball. But listen, I just yeah. uh, hit a couple comments over here. Uh, Marquise is saying that uh, 
You would if a player was doing that in the Ace League, you'll call him a bum. That's number one. <laughs> uh, I agree with that. Listen, I think, I think that guy would hear it. Well. Hey, Keith, man, you inbox me, man. We gonna talk. Yeah. Rob, uh, Rob Bumbar, who's saying that he's on the uh, officiating list, just waiting to be assigned. He, he said he, he, uh, for the Ace League. Yeah, I but got you. He, he's saying that also that you're, you're crazy that uh, Ben is a, is, a, is a super bum. And then, and then we got a uh, uh, Dave on here. Dave is saying hell. Even Rodman would pull the occasional. Three ball because defenders gave him 15 feet. Used to drive uh, Bulls fans crazy. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. I, well, see, to address that real quick, is that we're asking, like, you know, uh, you brought up a perfect example in Giannis. Is Giannis uh-huh. a shooter? No, he's not. He's not, right? No. Even every time he pulls that three and he does that overextended long arm. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You look at it, you're like, no! Yeah. Right? You get that scream. You're like, don't you do it, right? Regardless. So at the end of the day, we know that Giannis really is not a shooter. And no matter how hard he works, that's never really going to be him. He'll never be KD. Is that fair? Oh, yeah. 100%. That's fair. Yeah, that's He'll never be. Fair. Because that's never going to be in his bag. Right. So that's what I'm saying with Ben. That is not going to be it's in his in bag. He's yeah. not in his car. He's never turning into Clay. All right. He's yeah. never going to be a Clay Thompson. So how about we sit there and go to his strength? I watch a guy that I know uh, from Sag Nasty, right? Uh, Draymond Green. And Draymond Green has now carved out a quote, rather you disagree with this or not, it's debatable, but a Hall of Fame career averaging less than 10 points a game. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, right? no, I get so, Hall of Famer. So there. wait a second. So if we're talking about a, he's a defensive player of the year caliber uh, player every year, he rebounds, he passes the ball, and, and, and if you want to be honest, He's not the passer that Ben Simmons is. No. He's not the size that Ben Simmons is. Well, no. I mean, to me, the dream scenario for Ben and, right now. and for yeah. the Warriors would be that he essentially replaces, replaces Draymond. But and, and Pink says this a lot. It's, it's, it has a lot to do with situations. Yeah, yeah. If, if he was in that situation with the two greatest shooters to ever play the game, yes. with the way he passes and his willing to pass, and, and in that system, yes, he would be a, a great and another Hall of Fame type player. But there's only one situation like that, and what if that can't happen? Then what? No, I mean there's other op- there's other options. Not that- not ideal as that. Not a, of <laughs> course, know? but see, as you said before, you know, in your earlier comment, you have to get a GM, and you said Elden Brand was the worst of the worst. But you have to get another GM that is going to C- build commit, around him commit to and that. commit to build yeah. around him. He's only 24. Like, yeah. if he was 34 and we was having this discussion, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a bum. Yeah. And I agree with you. Yes, Keith, I would have called him a bum. But he's 24. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the guy, I, I see skill there. You know? No, I do too. I mean, I, I do think he, he does need to get out of Philly, get a fresh setting, and, again, be in a situation. And, it, you know, I don't know if, if yeah, ah, no, I was thinking – like a post Chris Paul sunset up, I don't know, but but you got Aiden. Could yeah, be you got Aiden clogging up the paint. That might but not no, work either. Aiden moves differently than Embiid. He he does. He moves differently he than Embiid. No, I, no, you, you, you need a Golden State setup and nothing less. If you if you're just taking Ben and Ben is like, I'm not going to get any better. I'm just going to do this what I do. Maybe get better at what I do, but that's it. You need a Golden State replica or that, or he's what, not going to be. I'm going to put out a effective. scenario for you. I'm going to put out a scenario for you. And it's not too far from Philly. Okay. Well, wait, which if, if he joined D.C. Huh? D.C. If Washington? He, if he joins Washington. And replaces Westbrook or something? No, no, no. You keep Westbrook there. I don't keep, like that. No, I don't no, like no. That. <laughs> no, no. But I'm saying you keep Westbrook there. You keep Bill there, who's a shooter. You add an additional shooter. I mean, 
I, it ain't got to be somebody who's, you know, all time great, but you add an additional shooter there, like just like a Joe Harris type, you put them there. That could work wonders because they want to run. You know what? You know they what want to run. You know what scenario I actually like better than that is uh, maybe Boston. Maybe Boston around around Tatum and 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 Brown. Well, you I think you would have to give up Brown in that scenario. I wouldn't oh, give up. Brown. Pull it off. Yeah. Nah, I mean, because they are they have already given up uh, Kimba, so that's another yeah. trade piece that that's gone. Do they still yeah. got so, draft capital? Like, I'm sure they do. I mean, you know, that's it, sure it, to me. Some, it's it's something. not it's not as appealing a scenario if you can't keep those two. Okay, I for me, I would give up everything. It would else work. You it would work if they because I they think keep those two because th- those two guys are are good wing scorers. They're they're not necessarily pure knockdown shooters, but no. they do enough there. And mm-hmm. I think Ben's versatility. That. And then you've got the length of Ben Tatum and oh, Brown. Yeah. That's that becomes a, a defensive That'd be a championship. nightmare. That but, court's getting yeah. real small. For real. I, I can't they, real Boston, small. Boston has already robbed Philly twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, with the Markel thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they traded. We gave up an uh, extra first-round pick. That was we, for Tatum, right? For Tatum. <laughs> you know what, though? The thought process might be we can get it. Uh, what you call it? We can get a situation where Philly says, hey, you know what, Boston? Y'all got us the last couple times. Uh-huh. Here we go. We need three first rounders. Something like right? that. Right? Something of the nature. And then but and B, and B needs to win now. I, I don't know. I, we, I, get, I, we get some first round picks, get like Marcus Smart. And I would, uh, something along the lines. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we're going to find out. I, mean, I, 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 love, I love Marcus Smart, man. He's, a, he's yeah, he's, he's one, one of those of my players. Guys I enjoy watching. Yeah, he's one of those players, man. Yeah. Just. No, he's just tough. Fighter, he's tough. He's tough. tough. He would fit Philly. Yeah, like I think he, he would. He they has would, the they right would embrace him. Yes, that, yeah, culturally, yes. they would embrace him like that. The city would adore him. <laughs> 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 he could, he could right, right. Run so around the Rocky statue. <laughs> he's not worthy to build around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just to uh, finish uh, this up, because what's going to happen is um, uh, we got a guy that's going to call in and go head to head with Will. Uh, with LeBron, okay? Uh, because of oh, course come on we, with it. we have some come LeBron haters out there, all right? Oh, we but but uh, uh, what? Uh, just a, a couple more. We couldn't get past Ben. Ben is such a light. I know. But as far as uh, uh, rising, let's go to rising stocks, okay? You know, of course we got Trey Young. His stock is is, is rising. He wasn't even an All Star this year. Yeah, you know? that uh, won't happen again East. for a while. <laughs> no, not for a while. Not for a while. He's a guy to like. He's a quirky guy, but my, I mean, he's just up for the challenge. Yeah. And I just love that about him. Yeah. I just, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. He's up for it. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else? Anybody else comes to mind? For me, and, and I've, I've been a, a hater for a long time, but Chris Paul. I think the, for me, I've the last hater, two I've years, been a hater for a while. the last two <laughs> years for me have done better for him than anything he ever did before. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think at this stage of his career that he was in at OKC, to just say, Fuck it. I'm just going to play with these guys and give everything I can. And he got to the playoffs and was competitive. Then he goes out to the Suns. He's, there's some young, talented pieces, but they were they were accomplishing nothing before he got there. Uh-huh. And you know, he just goes all in. They've had a great year. I, I just respect the hell out of that at, at this stage no, no. of his career. Oh, and I, I, I mean, hats off to that. And I've, I've been really critical of him. I just you know, thought he's kind of Napoleonic complex guy and all no, that. No, no, he's definitely – he yeah. has a history of players who's played with him. I've heard all sorts of – Things about you know his yeah. personality, so and I had heard a few things too that I didn't yeah. like. So, yeah, so but I mean, that's I, him. as far as the last two years go, hats off, completely respect what you did. I mean, even if, even if you may remain a jackass you, off the you, court, you, know, one of the things, <laughs> you said a player that that we need to watch out for, and that I didn't put the kind of respect on his game that I did was Zion Williams. Like, 
Okay. Do y'all realize what Zion did this year? And nobody's really nah, even talking about it. Not really. You see, exactly. The Pelicans is a bad team, man. Man, I'm telling you, that man averaged 27 points this year uh-huh. on 67% shooting. And he, play, he, he played you know it. He actually, and my biggest thing with Zion is the health. Yes, I, I, I am completely have no confidence that he's going to have even five healthy NBA years. I just don't think because it's of that happen. weight, he was relatively the weight, the, healthy. The addition, athleticism, though. the combination, just seems like such a fragile balance for me that I just I'll be shocked if he has five healthy NBA years, anything close to his to his peak. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know to me, knock a wood, and I hope it doesn't happen. But but I I see something breaking down in the first five years, and he'll probably continue to play, but not be. The kind of the, some of the phenomenal stuff of that he course. does. I, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but but um, but yeah. I mean, he he, he did he. How many games did he miss this year? Not many. Right? No, no, he not had this a relatively year. Uh, yeah, he, he yeah, got, he got relatively healthy this year. Put yeah, your put it, your doctor hat on. How do you fix that team though? Oh, Jesus. I mean, honestly, uh, I was in, in New Orleans last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, New Orleans, the city itself. They, they, they won't have the kind of fan base. Like, if you've been to New Orleans a few times, like, you can see there's a live city. I love it there. The food is delicious. You know, if y'all get a chance, man, y'all want to stop by Shortstop, look at it. That's a free publicity plug right okay. there for okay. you. Um, but at the end of the day, when I'm telling you that he – that that whole city is not supporting them. They're a Saints town. Like I couldn't tell you they're, any they're Pelicans. Ra- they're town. rabid yo, football fans. Yo, I'm telling you, I didn't know. I can't even tell you. I, I go there once a month, and I can't tell you if I've ever seen a Pelicans hat. Not off the top of my head. That, yeah. Wow. But you see Saints everything. Saint tattoos and on women. Yeah. Like, like you just. I was everywhere. I, man. A couple years ago, um, I was over in uh, Tampa for a soccer tournament. We had to get a hotel overnight. We got a hotel down the street from the uh, the, the football stadium, mm-hmm. and the Saints were playing the Bucks that week. The hotel was inundated with almost like college football level enthusiasm of Saints fans. Yes. This is the night before the game. They're in like Saints jerseys, fainting oh, yeah. faces, the, going out thing, on the man. town. It was insane. I, I just never imagined that level of like fandom for pro sports, to be honest with you. It, yes. it blew me away. It, it's, it's very similar to the Orlando Magic, what we have here. Right. Meaning that you get people who show up to the games because they just want to be around basketball and it's something to do. Right. Whereas it's not a part of life. Like in some basketball cities, it's a part of everything. Like I have to do this. I got to support my team. This is a part of life. People here in Orlando, New Orleans, they show up to games like, oh, tickets are cheap. Uh, all right, I'll show up to the game. Gotcha. Like, you know, that type of yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just so, a very casual. Yeah, so Zion's family is reported that they're like, hey, we want him out of here already. And and, and, and sure, uh, and LeVar wants Lonzo out too. Yeah, well, well sure Lonzo declined his option, so he's a yes. free agent. Yeah, yeah. He's an uh, unrestricted free agent. And then Rod says uh, Zion wants to go to the Knicks. Him and his family wants to go to the Knicks. Yeah. He, he's had a couple of comments that can kind of, yeah, concede to that. I can see with him and RJ, RJ being cool as they is. Yeah, I yeah. can see them trying to work that out. Yeah. What's the move there? Julius Randle goes the other way. I can't see them. No, he together. already been there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like how do you true. put him back? To, I forgot back that. There? And they're virtually. Julius Randle looks like the two years in Zion, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both it's, lefty. They both aggressive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a like, kind of a like for like yeah, type of move. So, I mean, what would you do that there? But I mean, what? But what else? What, what else? The Knicks kind of have to offer. I mean, nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, like, it's know. really like you really don't got nothing to offer. But I mean, because a young Zion, I mean, you gotta have to come with it. Yeah, yeah because yeah, the yeah, marketability, the kind yeah. of money oh, that for means. Sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. Julius Randle's not bringing in those same type of dollars. Now there is another rumor that he could be the first player ever to decline his rookie, um, you know, extension. 
you know, and that that would set precedent. You know, if he oh, really wants to get, that he wants yeah, to get out, get out of there, yeah. he declines that rookie extension, man. Yeah, and he'll be losing out on a lot of money, but he's he can get it back in a. In oh a yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is yeah. he with Jordan Brand? No, is yeah, he, right? I think he's sure. with Jordan Brand. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah so I mean, he definitely get the money back. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. What about um, Trey Young is obviously on the rise. Um, I know you had some takes on uh, on on KD with the with Brooklyn. Oh my what, god! What, what, yeah, what, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's not that. Look, I, people think you coming across as a hater when you sit there and just state facts, right? And the fact of the matter is, KD is an absolute monster. Everybody who's ever watched the game of basketball knows a seven foot two guard is a cheat code. Okay, <laughs> let's just yeah. be real, right? Yeah. So the man is a monster. I love his game. I love what he represents and everything else. And he only strengthens my argument for LeBron is that LeBron had to go and see somebody like that, a creative player, right? I mean, because KD <laughs> is a creative player, man, yeah. who can shoot like that at seven foot. Oh yeah. Like so, my thing was what this is is that. KD has received the ultimate pass for what just happened. I get it. He went off for 48. He was dog tired. And I know as a hooper, I seen it in his face. When you're grabbing, every coach in America said, when a player grabs his shorts and he got both hands on his knees, that's the universal sign of fatigue. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. Means, that means I'm done. I, I've gave what I've gave, and I ain't got nothing more to offer you. He looked I, I, even on, on the last the last shot he took, like he, he quite literally didn't appear to have the energy to drive. Yeah, he couldn't. He, he and see, people, people don't realize that. Left. Like they say, oh, how come he didn't take Drew Holiday? That anybody who said that is a non-hooper. I paid them no attention, right? <laughs> or or, like, or, or, I, or, I who, no or who have never done anything in their life to the point of physical exhaustion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, see, when you get those type of people, like I just brushed them off. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you ain't saying nothing yeah. to me. <laughs> like because at the end of the day, anybody who's ever hooped knows that when you get to that point, you look at that rim, you look at the defender, and you say. I pray to God, I'm going to toss this thing up here and I'm going to just hope it goes in because I ain't got nothing to go past this guy well, with. Do, you know what I mean? And I know I know it's not the finals and not the comparison I'm making, but but do, do you see any parallels between KD's series against the Bucs and LeBron's series against the Warriors when he lost Kevin Love and yeah. he lost uh, Kyrie to injury, you know, basically yes. during that run. That to me, that's a that's a pretty good parallel between the two. Absolutely. They, both guys gave everything they could with a very limited roster at that point played themselves literally to exhaustion and came up short. But but see here here's the thing and this is the reason why I said there there's shows there's levels because you have a situation where even though KD played himself to exhaustion which we all agree LeBron did the same. He still had James Harden on the phone. Uh hobble James Harden is still twice as better than Matthew Dellavedova. I think we all <laughs> I think we all agree to that. Just his presence alone puts more fear into the heart. And then we yeah, also yeah, let's yeah. talk about like competition. We're not talking about we're not talking the, the, the about the Bucks. Team. I get wasn't that. the Warriors. No, I get like, that. Like that's get that. that's something different, man. Yeah, now you could do that. I, I I honestly felt bad for Harden though. Like you could just tell. Like he no, just, no, he wasn't there. He, he couldn't. There. He he was afraid to 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 drive. Like to to take an explosive forward step. He just couldn't do it. Mm -mm. Yeah, it was just everything was a little move. See if his hands down or I'll shoot yeah. it. If not, KD, go ahead and do what you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. see that that's what because you've been around the game, you know basketball, and yeah. any real hooper knows. Like when when Harden was out there, Harden really couldn't do nothing. It's like spraining an ankle. You know how yeah, yeah. you sprained your ankle in the game, and you now you like that thing is starting to lock up on you, <laughs> and, and you like, 
all right, I really can't move for real. Yeah, you're just you know saying, is I'm there just, something I can that's do it. that's going to help? Yep, I'm going to just try it, to do it, what I can and, <laughs> and see what happens. You know, but in a sense, uh, to on a roundabout things, KD kind of hitched his wagon to two guys who are just really not uh, reliable enough in the playoffs uh, anyway. So it's like I, know, I do think, and again, the parallel there is, is AD in L.A. Well, at least AD brought him a, a, a ring. He well, was healthy AD, enough. That, that was one the only season. time. Yeah. Why? I mean, like, why was AD healthy? AD is uh, what I what I say. He is always disabled. That's yes. what AD stands <laughs> for. Right? Always disabled. That's always true. Disabled. <laughs> That's who he is, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, so, if I heard that. Look, look, but if you really think about it, though, yeah. If we were being honest, AD was able to sit there and be healthy because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, had an yeah. AD had to go through a full season, which he hadn't did in the last four years, had he had to go through a full NBA season, there's no way he's healthy by, by the champion in yeah. the playoff. And, right. and that was that when, when that move went down, when the Lakers got him, that was my big thing. It's like, is he actually going to be around in the playoffs? Yeah. And, and, I, you know, again, I didn't, I didn't like the move for LeBron because it's just this guy gets hurt way too much, man. It's just not. And, I, I mean, I look at it like you talk about rising and falling stock. I mean, he has, again, shown us what he is, and that's always disabled. Mm-hmm. And if, if he's the future of the Lakers beyond LeBron, they, that is trouble. a bleak future. Yeah. Oh, they definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's, let's be real. LeBron got, what, two years? Probably. Yeah, yeah, about two years. I mean, he might try to stretch it for three to, just to get the, the the scoring title, the all-time scoring title. But let's yeah. be real. Like, i seen what i seen this year in LeBron. I know he was hurt and everything else, but I'm a realist, right? That's my favorite player, and this is what I'm going to tell all you people that's watching right now. Give LeBron the same respect we gave Kobe his last few years when we knew Kobe wasn't Kobe anymore. Yo, for sure. Can, for can, sure. We, can we do that? Like, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. at least do that? They're not, they're not, they're not going to do that, man. <laughs> and, see, that's, and that's what's crazy about it. That's why I, I'm always on these haters' head, and you can get on that phone, get that guy out there so I can tear him apart. Yeah, get too. your guy. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're scared away, man. They don't, they're not messaging me back. No, they're not messaging me back. They don't want none of this smoke. There's a reason for that. Nah, that's that, that is a good point, though. Yeah, put it in that context. Of course. Yeah, you should. Uh, should respect it more. They're than we just do. adamant about what, what what they don't like, and this is what I hear is that you know they put. First of all, they don't like that Braun is always put in a light ahead of Kobe when you're comparing. Uh, you know when you're comparing LeBron to Jordan, it's like Kobe always gets skipped over. You know what I mean? And um, and then they don't like. Then they you know they go to the KD thing. KD is way better than Braun. And then they uh, and then the third leg is. Um, Super teams, you know, LeBron always creating these super teams and getting all these players to play with, and that's why he's winning the championship that he has won. Okay, so let me. Let, you want me to get that first, real quick? Because here, here's the thing. You're more eager than I am. Well, so here's the thing, man. Um, you know, the thing about LeBron passing Kobe and everything else. If you want to look at just the facts, let's not go opinions and how we personally feel about each individual player, but let's just look at the facts. They played in the same NBA together from 03 to 2016. That's 13 seasons. In that 13th season, LeBron went to the finals more, won more championships than Kobe Bryant. Mm. That is fact, right? That's not conjecture. That's not me trying to put my opinion out there. That is what happened, all right? Kobe won all his cho- or majority of his championships before LeBron even came to the league. Right. So that's what happened. And then this other fallacy is that, like, Kobe was this old man when LeBron got there. No, Kobe was 24 years old when LeBron first stepped on the NBA court. Oh, so man, we got we got one. Oh, who, who, who wants some of this action? <laughs> who wants some of this action? Will, Will, can you hear me? Yeah. 
Oh, his name's Will, too. Yeah, his oh, name his is name Will, Will too. too. We got Will versus All Will, right. man. Will come is, on with it. Come on with <laughs> it. Will is an uh, a Edgewater Hooper, man, as well. All right. Now, now, now Will. Hey. Huh? What's up, man? Good, man. Good. Glad to have yep. you on. That's right. Now, 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 Will, we're going to give you six minutes here to stage. Cage. You're going to go back and forth with Will here because. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So hey, this sound like your brother. He, he, was, he had something he did want to say. Yeah. Like, come on, come on. All right. So, Will, I want you to explain your gripe with LeBron, whether it's whether it's with LeBron fans or whatever the case may be. Why do you think LeBron is overrated? Hold on, you're breaking up a little bit there. I'm gonna get you. Come on, man. You all gotta... right, I'm saying. Oh, you man, we might have to lose mobile, man. Come on, man. You can't, you can't be getting out here trying to debate me, man, on a boost mobile. <laughs> hey, hey first, hey, first of all, it's AT&T, man. All right, all right, all right. So right. now look, we got you better now, now. Now we got you better. He did something different. All right, come on. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So he's one of the one through four greatest players of all time. That's ranking from from LeBron fans, not LeBron fans. Correct? All right. Correct. So what I think my problem with LeBron is I think he sold himself short. The first this round of tweets. I think that's most people's problem. Do I think he should get the same credit as uh, Kobe? Yes. I think he actually probably should get a little more credit because he brought mobility into the NBA. Change that. Big time. Big time. Players are not. They can't. They get traded. AAU leagues. People are going to the bag and playing with the team. So I give him that credit. But it's not like he's supporting my argument. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, you said this guy wanted to debate. It's not yeah, like we're on the same team here. Hey, Will, you all right with me? It's not like you're talking. <laughs> hey, right. no, Will, you, you mentioned him selling himself short. In what respect has he done that? Uh, he left Cleveland the first year around. I have great so, respect for anybody who decides to leave Cleveland. It's a shithole. <laughs> so you think he should have stayed in Cleveland? Of course. Why? I mean, he was almost there, right? Let's see. He was good enough. I think every even pro athlete to say he was good enough to get. Well, we've seen him get to the finals without uh, leaving Cleveland the first time, right? Fair enough. All right. So let me uh, wheel real quick. I just want you to remember the days where are you living currently in your the city you were born and raised in? Uh, yeah, I moved back to Seattle. Born and raised, correct. You were born and raised in Seattle. No, no, Orlando. Oh, you were born and raised here, but you had moved to Seattle at some point, right? No, I lived all over, bro. I was in the military. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Nice. So, so you know, then you came back home. I got it. So you did what LeBron did, but now that's. <laughs> oh, God. But, maybe before, God, but before we go there, though, before we go well, there, I share a name with you, man. Yeah, yeah. So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You're talking about a young man who was born and raised in Ohio. Okay, he grew Fair up enough. there. He went to high school there. He played his first seven years of professional basketball there. One of the things that people don't never talk about is LeBron has never forced his way out of a contract. He has always honored his contracts. See, that's one thing that nobody sits there and talks about. That's even different okay, than Kobe. Fair enough. That's even different than Kobe. That's even different than Jordan, who both forced their way out of contracts. Like, no, see, Kobe did not. Kobe, see, here's a here's a little fun fact, just so you can have this, okay? And, <laughs> what, he, in he 07, no, no, in 07, in 07, he demanded a trade, right? And he wanted to go that. to the Chicago Bulls. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that trade actually went through. That deal was for Rip Hamilton, 
Tayshawn Prince and a first-round draft pick. That trade went through. Kobe invoked his no-trade clause because he said, I want Chicago or nothing. And then, lo and behold, you know, that famous talk, I know you probably heard about that famous talk that Dr. Buss had with him, said, hey, we really want you. We're going to do some things. And then the inside job ended up happening with Jerry West where he traded famously. Paul Gasol for Kwame Brown. You know, and, and you think that you think that was by incident or by by coincidence? No, that's he he asked for a trade. He demanded a trade. He was telling his teammates, "Don't even talk to me." Smush Parker, who's down in Tampa, as a matter of fact, is he? Yeah, he was down in Tampa doing the uh, refereeing for the uh, Bay City Showdown. He had well, even no. said it. He even well, said no. it. You you understand what I'm saying? He said that no, he, the man told him, "You're not on my level to even talk to me." A, a teammate, a teammate tells you that. So Kobe had demanded a trade. Kobe was done. And if you look at those seasons, he went 35 and 44, I think it was. Or no, 36 and 44, a couple years, 42 and 40. Um, they were getting thrashed. And this is prime Kobe. This is 25, 26, 27-year-old Kobe. And a lot of people don't realize he was getting popped. And he got tired of getting popped. And he demanded a trade. And that's one thing that LeBron hasn't did. He's honored his deals he waited out he if he told you he was gonna be there for three years he was there for three years if he told you i was but, here with it for a year he was there for a year that's what he's but done. did he leave or did he go he left why would he oh, okay. he honored okay. his contract so are you finished are you done i'm just trying to tell you he showed himself short because he clearly I mean, he could have stayed he, he could have stayed, stayed. he, he could have stayed but he honored his contract he could have stayed, but he decided, like, I've lived here for the first 25 years of my life. I want to see someplace different. If I had to choose between Cleveland or Miami, being a, I, oh. myself, I'm from up north. I'm from Michigan. Nope. And so no I know there, I live in Florida now for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, there's a reason. So there's do a, I. <laughs> there's a big difference. And so, you know, you said you moved around. You know, you know Florida's a beautiful place versus the Midwest. Right. I, and I got, I got nothing but love for all my family up there and everything else. But there's a reason why my mama and them start moving down here too all right you see, you see what i'm saying so that's all i'm saying is let's just be real well uh, I, be I would real. say this will i would say this will brian and, uh well i would say this man i think he is definitely going to get some of the greatest praise of all time because I, I consider him as the second greatest player of all time i, I mean historically okay. i put him like I mean, four look, look, around. look I'm, I'm telling you, you look your personal opinion on that, that's cool. Like, And I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? And like you coming from a, a place of sensibility. You know what I mean? It don't sound like you just right. bashing to be bashing. So I don't really get what you call it. Like, you know, some of these people just say some asinine things. So your stuff sounds legit. You're wrong, but your style still sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Fair enough. I appreciate you, uh, you calling, Will. We're going to catch up with you. Thanks, right? Will. Appreciate it. All right. Y'all be great, man. Y'all be All great. Right. Thank All you. Right. Yeah, man. It, this does bring up one of my big frustrations, though. I, I don't think anybody can do anything in basketball without there being this immediate comparison. And we don't do a good job of appreciating greatness for what it is. Yeah. And I, I think that maybe there's a little bit where you're going with, like, like, like enjoy LeBron while we still have him. That's it. And that's personally what, what, what I try to do. I, I don't like the debates of this, that, or the other thing. It's like I enjoyed the hell out of watching KD play in that, that Buck series. 
That was great. Yeah, I don't but like I that it. it went directly to oh, Le, uh, see what LeBron uh, went went through and, yeah, and, just, and, and LeBron would have won, you know, or, or, or versus or you know, or anything whatever. LeBron or anything, does it. There's anything. somebody saying Kobe would have done Kobe this or KD would have done that. MJ would have done that. Who gives a damn? This is what the guy <laughs> did. But see, that's like, the thing. Like, the bar changes though for the LeBron. The bar changes. The bar yeah. changes for LeBron. But it's it just we got to get over that. Yeah, we got to get. We don't enjoy. The sport we don't basketball we, enthusiasts like us we appreciate what we are watching yeah but the media at large media is going to, and casuals this keeps yeah. conversation this means dollars we keep talking about this yeah. on national media side he's not a money guy yeah i don't yeah. know that's no, not like that i mean it's like even like and i look yes. back my own childhood i i grew up and it was the lakers and the celtics the magic mm-hmm. johnson the larry bird and i was pro lakers all day every day and I literally hated the Celtics. And I lived in Connecticut. And so you would get the local Celtics oh, okay. broadcast. And we'd have Bob Cousy, who couldn't pronounce an R, on a team that had Robert Parrish and Larry Bird. <laughs> that was a nightmare to listen to. But I would literally watch the Celtics 82 games a year and mm-hmm. hope they lose. Every fucking one of them. Yeah. And then as I got older and I like started coaching basketball and learned a lot about basketball, those are fucking great teams. Yeah. I spent my youth like booing these guys that were fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Like yeah. I didn't enjoy any of it. It's like stupid. Yeah. You know, just because I wanted, I could still root for the Lakers directly in the finals, you know, but fuck, enjoy a good player while he's there. But I see, here's the, it, people are so emotionally tied to certain things, right? Yeah. Rather, it's the smell of barbecue at your auntie's house, <laughs> right? Like I can remember, right? You can, you just, those different things that you are emotionally tied to. For a lot of people, Michael Jordan, it's emotionally meant the world to him. Rather, it was because some of these people that I'm even debating with wasn't even old enough to see him play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you were well, yeah, like, thinking about it, mid 20 somethings. He, look, look, Michael Jordan hasn't played at Michael Jordan level since 1998. I got a son that is 23 years old. That is the year he, he stopped being Mike, right? Yeah. If you want to say the other two years, because he did play two more for those of y'all that don't know. <laughs> um, he, did, he did play two more. He yeah. played two more in the Wizards, but, you know, just in case y'all don't know. Um, but what happens is, is that that emotional attachment, it is one of those things where most people, especially in my community, their first pair of shoes with Michael Jordan. For Michael sure. Jordan's represented wealth, right? Putting that switch on or putting those, that Jordan uh, jump man on, that said, I'm somebody. And so emotionally, they were attached to that. Right. They are still having this debate about this man and all the fallacies. And what was one of the biggest sellers of Pink during uh, the pandemic? The biggest oh, view, the, uh, the, 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 the last dance, last dance right? Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. And it, it wasn't even about the Bulls. It was about one man yeah. and his perspective of what happened, right? Yeah. And yeah. now you've seen all his teammates, like the Horace Grants and the Scotty Pippins coming out like yo that ain't really what happened but i know it's mike and y'all just gonna roll whatever mike anyway. said you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> like, I, like yeah, come on I just, man yeah i mean I, I, I grew up watching michael Jordan. i mean i it, i love that time i love rooting for him yeah. it was it was phenomenal um and but i don't need to keep bringing that up and i don't need to keep defending that now let's watch the players now and i think this year is a special opportunity because we could potentially you know look at a finals with a guy like maybe Trey Young and maybe a Devin Booker Suns team and that stuff. And it's just like, one of these motherfuckers is going to win a title this year. Yeah, Enjoy it for what it is. You know, LeBron's out this year. KD's out this year. A lot of guys we, we genuinely agree is the, maybe the best guy in the league are Steph, not here. Steph Curry. You, you know, know what it reminds me of? Enjoy what's happening. And I've, I've enjoyed the hell out of watching the Suns so far. And, and the Hawks have been fun too. You know, it's yeah. just, just live in the moment, man. What was it? What was it? The uh, Spurs Knicks or Spurs jersey? I want to say their first championship. 
I think it does, was uh, with the it was the no, Jason Kidd Jason Spurs, yeah, uh, yeah, Jason Kidd Nets team yeah. against the, the, the Spurs, Spurs crew before yeah. the Spurs were recognized as yeah, a yeah, dynasty, yeah, 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 yeah. right? I, that's it has that feeling, right? It has yeah. that feeling of like we don't really we know these teams are good because obviously they got to the finals, but we don't know what we're really truly yeah, watching. Yeah, yet, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no we're historical tra- context. Yes, because we got we're watching Devin Booker. What is he? Is he the next Kobe? Is it you know because all this stuff comes in retrospect. Yeah, you're right? stu- you're struggling to find a context for what we're seeing. Yes. Yeah. And but again, just enjoy it for what it is. I think the NFL suffers from that a lot more because the the, the titles rotate around. Oh, I mean. Take Tom Brady out of his day. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like, you had that Ravens team with Joe Flacco playing great for oh, a month and a half. Yeah. yeah. And they won a title. And then it's like, and then it was right never time. there again. Never, you know, and it's close. like that, that happens way more frequently in football than it does in basketball. Yeah. But basketball does have this much more of like a earn your stripes, passing of the torch type of feel. Well, we're we're changing, we're changing guards, man. Because yeah, LeBron is 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 is, is on his way out. It's, it's, the guard is changing. Yeah, and I have no idea who is going to change over to. Right. I I, no. I I don't know if it's going to automatically. Well, here's a here's a vibe I hate right now, the Devin Booker Kobe comparison. Yeah, that's like the why new do thing. we need that? That's the new thing. Right, why so is why I, are people I'm pushing say, I'm this guilty. agenda? I, I'm guilty on that, and it's just because, as I, I was saying before, it is our our romanticism with the past. Okay, so our romanticism with we lost Kobe, right? We we have that empty void in our heart, like. We knew what Kobe was and what he represented. And remember, a lot of people think that I hate Kobe. Kobe is one of my favorite players of all time. I right? would, well, I want to say that. I, and I think, time. and I think that's the thing. When when everything is posited as this debate, LeBron against Kobe, LeBron against Michael, you, you just you, as a reasonable person Man. who likes all those guys, you have no space you have in the no argument. Space, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. So when I did that recently, I actually you know I'm guilty of doing the comparison just because. They both were picked, you know, first round, 13th pick. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was, they're both the same height. They're both the same weight. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was some similarities. Both of their daddies played in the NBA. You know, like, you had those similarities. Yeah. And, and what I'm watching is, is that, you know, and Devin Booker said that Kobe was one of his mentors yeah. and so on and so forth. And I watched how the progression happened when Jordan passed it on to Kobe. And then Kobe, you know, basically, you know, obviously a little prematurely, you know, left. But he still was talking to Devin Booker, even though they never played in the same NBA. Right, right, right. You know, he still was talking to Devin Booker and things of that nature. And so we want to have that romanticism of yeah. saying, like, this is somebody I can love like I loved him. That's why with, with Jordan, that's why, I mean, so many people love Kobe because Kobe reminded them of Jordan. So they didn't have that gap. Yeah. Like, they didn't Ooh, feel yeah, like they heart, that. that hole in their heart to say, yeah. oh, I don't know who I should root for now. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. I lost Jordan. But Kobe's here, and he looks just like Jordan to me. So I'm gonna fall in love with him. I get that, right? But we're not seeing another LeBron for real. Ben Simmons, the reason why I was saying before, they said that Ben Simmons is the next LeBron. Some people were even going as far as saying that he was gonna be better than LeBron, right? That's what we was hearing when yeah. he was coming out. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, we know he's not that. So now it's like Zion, maybe. Huh? Zion. I've, I've heard that. LeBron. Comparison. Yeah, I've seen that too, and I think yeah. that's unfair because. Zion reminds me more of Barkley than he does of LeBron. I agree with you. You know, it's just, he just does. Like, he's like some hybrid Barkley Kemp type. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's somewhere no, no, in, Stan in, in the actually, ball actually, more in his hands. I, this I year, actually like the the Larry Johnson comparison too. Yeah, I mean, you've heard that. But yeah. see, you're old enough to that. remember Grandmama. You hey, should I mean, bring that up, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 see, now, I mean, no, of course I know yeah, who he yeah, is, yeah, but yeah. you know, most people that's gonna be watching this, oh, no, you know, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. not gonna remember Grandmama. Number two from UNLV. They're gonna think you were highly disrespectful of Zion. Yeah, for sure. But see, wake up and look. That's what I'm saying. But that's all I'm saying. Like, dude, like, look. Like yeah. research, figure yeah. stuff out, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not that hard. Honestly, man, it's not that hard. You gotta. It's not hard. It's not hard no, at all, man. man. But listen, we gotta wrap this up, man. I know we can go all day on basketball and stuff like that, but we gotta wrap this up. Once again, you are on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Uh, we got Will Lee in here from the Ace League. Will, any last uh, sentiments you wanna uh, give out on the Ace League or anything else, man? Well, yeah, no, I, thank you for um, you know having me, gentlemen. I appreciate that. By all means, like I said, we start July fifth for all those that want to come out. Um, it's going to be a fun family uh, atmosphere. We're going to have the best players in the state of Florida and a couple other areas that are going to be playing this summer. It'll be a great place to come. I, I was reading on your comments. It looked like somebody said, call in. Now, if any of y'all want some smoke, I don't never duck no smoke. <laughs> so, so believe that. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, it's all fun and games, man. I appreciate y'all exactly. having me on, man. And, uh, yeah, man, look forward to seeing everybody come out on July. July 5th? Yep, July all right. 5th. Thanks all for right, coming. Man. I appreciate it. Yep. Appreciate you. We're out.